Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Well, hello there, Catherine, co-host and bestie. Hello there, Tracy. Yeah, this is great. We're here in the pod lab and we are discussing cosmetics. Mm. That's a big, big one. It is. Big industry. If you're brand new to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast, welcome aboard. Here's what we do. We, we take a topic that we think people will care about. We hope you care about it. Yeah. We kind of care about it. Although kinda. this, okay. I like how you say Well, that. I preface that with, with this. On this particular topic, both of us were kind of like, uh, you know, like we, we weren't sure we were going to be able to find enough to talk about. Oh, there always is. And then once we started digging, we're like, oh my goodness. Who would have thunk? It's endless. Mm-hmm. All right, so so we take a topic every week and we bring it to the table. The two of us research it as much as we can and have time for, yeah. and and we don't have any assistants or you know peons or interns or anything like that. Yeah, that help us. So we just have to go with our own selves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, self, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. Catherine, Tracy, and Google. Yeah, and uh, and then we discuss it. What we hope is in an informative and entertaining way. And then at the end, we're going to bring you a little spiritual encouragement. Mm -hmm. We will point you to Jesus and the word of God, the Bible. All right. Well, you have a couple takeaways from this podcast. Believe it or not. I know. We're going to talk about the makeup industry Mm -hmm. in general. Just give Catherine found an article that just generalizes a lot of things. So we're going to talk about that. And then I found a YouTube video about lipstick (laughs) it's funny and it's called the shocking history of lipstick Mm. so we're going to discuss the contents of that youtube video and then the final takeaway um is with the environmental working group they have a website and it's ewg.org and we're going to just go over like some of the possible benefits of putting in some ingredients into this website so that you can know what you're putting on your face you know or on your body Okay. And and of course, like I said, we will point you to Jesus at the end. So stay tuned for that. Even the topic of cosmetics, mm-hmm. found a Bible verse to yeah. go with it. And we have a fun uh, call to action. Yes, we do. A, mm-hmm. a really fun and funny mm-hmm. call to action. Yeah. And we have sponsors, Catherine. Who are they? Kenny and Ron. Who's that? Our husbands. And what they do we s- call them? <laughs> <laughs> we call them, well... We call them Muffin and Pooh. One's Muffin, one's Pooh. Together, they're Puffin. <laughs> Done. Boom. <laughs> Mike, drop. Ask no questions. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned. We've been saying this for about a year now, Ugh. that we're going to give you an opportunity to support this podcast. And what we mean by that is we're going to give you an opportunity to give us money. <laughs> I was just going to say, it means. Money. <laughs> it means money. money. Because it does cost money for us to um, host the podcast. We would like to grow the podcast. And so we would like to do some advertising, um, some social media marketing. We'd like to upgrade our equipment at some point. So we're going to need the podcast to be self-sustainable, meaning... Yeah. listeners a listener supported podcast because we don't have any other real sponsors you know yeah help us help you yeah well, that's right <laughs> show me the money yeah <laughs> all right well um, and that's coming by the way this is episode number 98 mm-hmm. and two episodes away we are two episodes away from launching the opportunity for you to support this mission that we're on so stay tuned for mm-hmm. episode 100 we're gonna drop it then yeah 
All right, let's go. What what about the makeup industry, Catherine? Well, it's not going anywhere. Like it's not going to it's go sticking around. Bye bye. Yeah. Yes, makeup has been around for a very long time, which we'll talk about. Right. And I found this report. It's the Grand View Research. And the website is just about premium cosmetic, market size, the the trends, analysis report, all that boring stuff. <laughs> but in a nutshell, the it's saying the global premium cosmetic market size mm-hmm. is valued at a hundred and nineteen point three billion. That mm-hmm. was in two thousand eighteen. And but this this is current though this particular mm-hmm. uh, report. And it's expected to expand at a Kgar. Now I forgot what Kgar means, but mm-hmm. it's a measurement of some of some kind of seven point six from two thousand nineteen to two thousand twenty five. It says that because of people shifting, consumers are shifting from their preferences to be premium cosmetics. Plus, people are buying more and more skin products, including men. And speaking of men. They are buying regular cosmetics more and more. Mm -hmm. And because of gender neutrality, uh, they're selling more makeup because of that. And also, it it says, too, that the pandemic did not slow down the cosmetic industry. Which is shocking because of we weren't going anywhere. And we were wearing masks when we did. When I... (laughs) Right, when, but when did I you had, ever did you ever put lipstick on and no. then put your your mask on? Oh yeah, I did do that, and I I, hated I did that. It. I know yeah. because then I was like, dang it, but I can't see my pretty lips. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but there were so many times where I thought, well, I gotta wear this mask. No sense in putting on anything but eye makeup. Seriously, I think I mean, that the pandemic would have been a great time for adult braces. That would have been the time to I get know, them. Right? right? If you needed adult braces, you missed your window. But it wasn't essential, so right couldn't have done that. Yeah. True. Right. So for those reasons, they're gaining traction and more and more people spending. Oh, also because of dispendable income Mm -hmm. and more and more women are independent, financially independent. So therefore, they're they're spending it. Well, if you've got it, you know what they say, spend it. Well, well, and if you Dave Ramsey hopefully is not listening. Yeah, well, and if you need though, if you need stuff, Mm -hmm. like if you need a good healthcare routine, and and maybe you, obviously you can go all the way from just a few dollars for facial cleanser, you know, Mm -hmm. all the way to hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So you can find something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's good information. The beauty industry is here to stay. It is. Uh, You know, I was kind of curious and wanting to do this podcast because so for example our um, little department stores like pennies well they got in sephora right because people they're making it's a money maker the cosmetic industry yeah. is a money maker well next thing you know now kohl's has sephora mm-hmm. and now target i don't know about all targets but they said hmm ulta makes money let's bring a portion of ulta into the store and it's such a smart thing to do because it is bringing in money. It is, but I wonder and, how the in in Target there's a pretty significant cosmetic uh, section of mm-hmm. Target anyway. Mm-hmm. I wonder how those people felt about Ulta coming in and taking up a big old section of the store. Well, when I've been in there, they still have that section, but be, it, just like this report says, more and more people are wanting premium makeup. Right. They're also wanting more and more, like they have this trust in these premium products. 
So now they can um, satisfy both consumers, those that are just getting the, you know, kind of pharmacy-like makeup and then the premium makeups. So, yeah. Uh, And, you know, you mentioned that men are getting into skincare, um, even cosmetics, things like that this morning. Yeah. We're at Bible study Mm. at our little church down the street, and I get a text from my son, Adam. Mm -hmm. He's 23, right? Isn't that how old he is? Yeah. No, no, no. He's older than that. He's 24. He's going to be 25 in February? I think so. (laughs) Anyway, well, he was born in 1999, so he's not 22. My other son is 21. Right, but isn't he 23? Yeah, 23. That's the number I wanted. 23. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can usually remember the ages of the oldest and yeah. the youngest, but it just starts to get blurred in the middle mm. there. I'm like, which one? How old? When's their birthday? Somebody asked me the other day mm. um, if my son graduated in a certain year, yeah. you know, like they were trying to oh, figure God, out. I hate when I... I was I, like, are you, uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. There's too many of them. Do you know, I... I only have three, but I don't know the years Patrick and Emily graduated. I think 2014 and 15. Yeah, I have no idea. None. Well, okay. I The only one I know is the baby because he graduated in 2020 and that was the year of pigs flying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, his graduation was so uh, different. Yeah. And funny you should say that because I know that Ellis graduated in 2019 because right. I remember thinking, oh, wow, she, you know, just was able missed to get- all that. Right. Okay. So here's the, here's the text from my son. Hmm. Uh, so I'm sitting at Bible study and I get this text from my grown son and he says, are you taking requests for Christmas yet? Question mark, question mark. And then the two googly eyeballs, you yeah. know, <laughs> and, and this was at 9.04 a.m. that I noticed the text. Mm-hmm. So Bible study had, was just kicking off. And I said, hee hee, what you got in mind? <laughs> and he says, Dr. Squatch products. I'll send you a link later. Well, so then, of course, I looked at the Dr. Squatch products, and it's a full line of men's um, care items, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can look, you know, and smell good. And I'm looking at their website now. So it's, you know, bar soaps, they've got bundles, hair care, deodorant, lotion, toothpaste, shower boosters, whatever that is, beard oil, candles, cologne, hand soap. Well, and that's, you know, it's not too surprising that a lot of these like little gifty shops and like boutique things have a section of those products for men. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, and get this. Okay. They have three little sections here for Star Wars, Batman, and Spider-Man. Of course they You can do. get branded stuff with that. Mm-hmm. So you can get your Batman stuff. And they really infuse a sense of humor in a lot of the packaging of yeah. these brands which I think is funny. Mm, and then they clever. also... Yeah, entertaining. I mean, people like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it. Uh, and then they also have this little disclaimer over on the side, if I can get back to it. I don't know why it's not letting me go back. Oh, there we go. Uh, it says, explore our natural ingredients and many scents from head to toe. So they're, you know, they're talking about the natural ingredients that they use, and that's a big, a big draw. Mm-hmm. The packaging is a lot too. I mean, it's yeah, it's like oh. Sasquatch, you know, with a pipe. <laughs> it's For sure, funny. yeah. 
Packaging, packaging. Yeah. And you know, the thing with the marketplace, right? So we look at the industry, Mm. the cosmetics industry. These people are salespeople. They want to sell their things. That's right. And the more that we figure out how to sell the things, Mm -hmm. the more that those industries are going to grow. Now we have the internet. We have social media. We have influencers. Right. And the brands like the Squatch, the Dr. Squatch, and then like the big name brands like Procter and Gamble and yeah. L'Oreal and all of that, they have people on this twenty four seven figuring do. out where are the people. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're at Target. Right. All right, well let's send Ulta over to Target, and while they're buying their Target stuff, we're gonna get them to buy their Ulta stuff. That's right. And these a lot of these like um, well known things like Procter and Gamble, they're merging. You know, I don't know about them uh, specifically, but a lot of these companies, they know how to do They're just wheeling that. and dealing. They are. They are. <laughs> they just, they, it's a win-win. Because, yeah. It's a win-win because they all make money. Mm-hmm. And and then it's a win-win. So, yeah. all right. Anything else about the industry itself that you wanted to share? Uh, no, not about the market things. Okay. Well, let's go into the shocking history of lipstick. Let's do that. This was a fun little video. Um Catherine and I have different learning styles. Hers, she has to read stuff. Yeah. And I don't have time for that. So I I listen. <laughs> I like to be read too. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I know. But because I'm usually doing other things while I'm listening. And that yeah. frees me. There's some sort of a freeingness, something that happens. So I'm one of those... Um, auditory learners you know I need to be jiggling tapping looking moving something which is funny because I can't stand sitting still like I I'm not at all sedentary I like to be moving but for some reason when it comes down to like concentration and for an episode I feel like I gotta really hone in yeah all right well anyway I found this uh I found this fun YouTube video, The Shocking History of Lipstick. And they talk about going all the way back to the Sumerian royal tomb. Mm, so scandalous. <laughs> not not there, Queen but later. Shabad. And, and they discovered her bones and all that, the mm-hmm. royal tomb, like in the 20s or something. Yeah. And they found evidence that she used cosmetics, that mm-hmm. she used lipstick. And then it goes on, it talks about Elizabeth I, that she used a half- an inch of lip paint, half an inch, yeah, on her that. lips, mm-hmm. and that's and, a lot. Well, it is a lot, and it wasn't the kind of lipstick that we're accustomed to. Oh no, it was made out of lead, lead. Uh, and crushed gemstones. Yeah, <laughs> and it eventually poisoned her. So, you know, that was not good. No, talk about you know dress to kill. Then in the 1700s, the English Parliament, mm-hmm. our friends uh, on the other side of the ocean there, they banned lipstick because they said it tricked men. Right. <laughs> Darn women putting on those lipstick, tricking us. How oh, dare she look that, that away. Beautiful. <laughs> it's stirring up all kinds of things in this man. They, they banned it. They banned lipstick in Parliament because they said that the women were tricking the men, and they actually made a law that if if the man had gotten tricked, right? But say how, in what way did he get tricked? By the lipstick. Yes, but into what? What did he get tricked into? Getting married. Married. Getting married. The lipstick did it. That's right. But then once they're married, 
if if the guy decides she takes off the lipstick and, and yeah. he's like, oh, it's a no go. Uh huh. <laughs> right. He can get out of it. Like it never happened. Yeah. But then it's they added to that the heels. Yeah. The puffy hips. Yeah. Uh, what else was it? Something so, about teeth. Probably the bustier. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my God, she's a dog. Woof. <laughs> Woof. She tricked me. And then, then they said, then they said, it's witchcraft. Oh, yes. It's, it's witchcraft. witchcraft. Even though she has to reapply it uh, over and over. You know, because if it were real witchery, it'd stay on, wouldn't it? Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that was interesting. And, and it passed. It, they tried it at one point and it failed. Yeah. But eventually it passed. It's like, yeah, that's our biggest problem, the lipstick. And during that period that the English were going over that, mm-hmm. the American colonies were getting settled. Mm-hmm. And the women over here, like um, Mrs. Washington, yeah. Mar- Martha Washington, she was known for making her own lipstick out of hog's lard mm-hmm. and the guts of whales. Nice. <laughs> and there, another method of making lipstick in the American colonies was to use red ribbons, like the, the dye from red ribbons, and to suck lemons. Okay. When I first heard the the little video, yeah, I heard it. <laughs> oh, no, what did you hear? It was red ribbons. I was picturing little Betsy Ross or whoever Martha <laughs> with her lips puckered out and tying a ribbon around her pucker and squeezing it till her ri- lips were red. <laughs> And I was like, wait. Like pulling the blood into the Yes. Lips? Oh, my gosh. That's Catherine. how I interpreted at first. Like, <laughs> when she, she ties a ribbon till her lips. Now that. Although, they probably would have been blue. Well, yeah. Not red. Be like, call 911. <laughs> this woman's dying. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm sorry. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. That is hilarious. Well, it's funny to me that while Parliament over in England, while they're banning the use of lipstick, Mm -hmm. right? Here in in the American colonies, they're making it out of these crazy things, you know? Yeah. Well, we're always... the difference. I know. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. So that that was interesting. In ancient Greece, uh, they only, uh, only harlots... Wore oh, the yes. lip color so that the men could pick them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like well, identify out. them. Yeah, who's got oh, these ideas? Looks cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they made their lipstick in ancient Greece out of crocodile dung. Yes, of course. Yes, crocodile dung and something else they said yeah. with that. I forgot but, what it was. But like, but, who who wouldn't think of that? Oh, yeah, like that's nice to kiss. Well, <laughs> and I I don't know why they. I mean, I can I can understand doing the red ribbon thing. Not the way you described it, <laughs> but crocodile dung. I, I no. I don't think I would First think of, all, of any use for that. Right, like who came up with that? You well, know, some scientists. Well, let's in put the dung, Greece. smear it on our lips. Yeah, and then let's kiss that person. It's a man somewhere. I don't know. Like he, he but you know the women. the whale fat. Like makeup was made out of that forever. Mm-hmm. And then you know Gross. the animal rights people were like, no, no more of that. Okay, in the 1800s, Sarah Bernhardt was an actress, Mm -hmm. and she was um, all over the gossip columns Mm -hmm. and papers because she put her lipstick on in public. Yes. Scandalous. Well, yeah. I will tell you. Mm -hmm. You know, I watch a lot of crime. 
right? Mm-hmm. And listen to it. There are, have been times throughout my whole life where I have been like, I want to put, I, I mean, I feel naked without my lipstick. Okay. But there are times when I'll see a guy who looks like a hmm, creeper <laughs> and I do not want to put my lipstick on. Really? Y- yes. Yes, huh. absolutely. Or if I'm suspicious of a guy and I think he's a perv, I will not put my lipstick on. Oh, because wow. I feel like you just don't want to be like, noticed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should try it that other way with the ribbons. You know, <laughs> that would deter a criminal. Not going anywhere near that crazy, crazy gal. Crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in 1912, the suffragettes, which we did have an episode on that, so on um, women's suffrage movement, so please yes. listen to that. Yes. In 1912, the suffragettes declared lipstick a sign of their liberation and like of their, you know, womanhood. Right. So they were all over the bright red lips. Such rebels in every way. Lipstick yeah. and wanting to vote. Well, How and dare re- they? remember, we, we went over this a little bit. Remember the pantaloons? That they got into the women. Yes. That yes. movement. If you, friends, if you have not listened to our podcast on the suffrage movement, just tune in. Yeah. Because we were kind of shocked at the, um, well, <laughs> the tenacity I, of these women. And how long it took. Exactly. Yes. That's what tenacity means, Catherine. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Agreed. I thought tenacity meant um, like the um, boldness. And yeah, the but it, it's over time. Like it's the stick to You know, oh. it's the I'm not going to give up. It's, oh, well, you know, that was embarrassing. That's okay. I'm <laughs> 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 53. It's <laughs> up. I, I have misused tenacity. Stop. 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 We are a mess. We're snorting and Maybe. I can barely breathe. We'll see how it sounds when I edit. And then oh. I also don't want to be embarrassed. Maybe I'll take that whole part out. Well, uh, do what tenacity. you want. Do what you want. <laughs> be your tenacious self. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. That feels good to laugh. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. I lost my place. Oh, okay, wait. Here I am. Uh, during World War II, bright red lipstick. Uh, let me say that one more time. Bright red lipstick uh-huh. became a symbol of patriotism for the simple reason that it became known that Hitler hated bright red lipstick. Of course he did. And so women um, around the world were wearing bright red lipstick in rebellion in rebellion against that and they called it um, montezuma red mm. in the united states mm-hmm. okay uh during the great depression mm-hmm. lipstick sales soared <laughs> they mm. soared right yeah i thought that was interesting well yeah like the pandemic i guess apparently yeah. And now if you if you go back to way, way back in the early church, hmm. they a uh, couple of men thought that lipstick was a sin against God. It was an act against God to wear lipstick. Well, only loose women wore. <laughs> well, these guys claimed that um, it was altering yeah. God's creation, and that's why it was uh, ultimately a sin. Hmm. I don't know where they... Like what their big beef was. Well, I would assume and do assume that the translation of that is they couldn't control themselves. Oh, yeah. When a woman yeah. was done up. I mean, they were all like, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do now? 
now. <laughs> I right. can't look at her. <laughs> and it's just red lips. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cleopatra, uh, as we know, like the Egyptian... Um, drawings and whatever yeah. uh, history the egyptian men and women both used makeup color on their lips uh, on their on cheeks their eyes. And definitely on their eyes yes. yeah 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 the ancient world used it a lot <clears throat> yes right you know i think if you if you look at it um the cosmetic industry is a very creative one mm-hmm. especially with the use of color and it is an expression and the examples that we gave here, oftentimes people were using whatever was at their, you know, at their beck and call mm-hmm. to creatively express themselves. So if they wanted to be rebellious against the Hitler and the World War II and whatever they could do, well, maybe they were not um, able to go and fight in the war or whatever, but they could get some red lipstick and put it on and show that they were in support of, you know. Yeah. And even during, you know, in wartime, I, I mean, Indi- American Indians in the war paint, and, and it looks intimidating. Right. You know, I mean, even uh, football players, don't they put that stripe under their eye when they're playing football? You know, I know it's for reflection of the sun or whatever, but it's, I mean, it's it used is. for so many different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a very good point in terms of going off to battle and, and war and mm-hmm. stuff. So it, it, it's just a, a, a way to express, as well as today with a lot of different um, different groups of people, you can express your creativity with the colors in your hair. You can mm-hmm. express your creativity with eye makeup. We see a lot and, and fun um, uh, uh, makeup tutorials. And stay tuned. We're going to give you a little tip for a, a special tutorial mm-hmm. of the best one. The best way to put it on. Right. <laughs> You're going to hear that in a little bit. So please don't tune out just yet. Yeah. Okay. That's about all I have to say about the uh, shocking history of lipstick. It would be funny if somebody came up with a new cosmetic made out of crocodile dung. <laughs> yeah. Come oh. and get my crocodile dung lipstick. Oh, yeah. Somebody would buy it though. Just out of the uniqueness of they, it. They yeah, would. It's crazy. All right. Uh, that was fun and funny. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to this other, uh, the EWG. Okay. This is our third oh, yeah. our third takeaway. Environmental Working Group. They have a website. It's EWG.org. Mm-hmm. And I have not gone through the entire site because it's quite involved. But I will say this. It looks as though... It has, um, and it gives you an opportunity to look at the ingredients in your in your cosmetics. So you can take anything that you have in your bathroom, whether it be a shampoo, um, lipstick, mascara, anything, mm-hmm. any, anything that would fit into the beauty industry, and you can put the ingredients in here, and then you can see if they're harmful. Mm-hmm. And they'll give you, you know, like whether or not they've had scientific studies done on them. Yeah, and it's nice because it'll give you a, a grading system. Like Yeah, and they do have verified products. And just um, full disclosure, I did read that in order to get verified, you do have to pay mm-hmm. this EWG.org. You have to pay $500 just to apply for verification. And then, you know, they take you through the process. And, and I don't know what's involved. I didn't speak to anybody from this website or from this group. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but it, at least it's a database where you can go in and yeah. take a look at ingredients. Yeah. But I don't know that I would go as far as to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw all my trust into this EWG thing because I don't know what their agenda is, who they're working for, 
who's paying the bills, right. you know? Because yeah. you have to be skeptic now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have to mm-hmm. question everything. All right. Um, so if you just go there to ewg.org, you can plug in all your stuff. And then you can see, you know, if your stuff is, it, it grades it on a system. Like it, it uses red, yellow, green. Yeah. And if it's red in the red zone, like stop, like really it's be careful. really high in toxicity. toxicity. Yeah. And I did check a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff that I use, in fact, all of my makeup mm-hmm. is Melaleuca. Mm-hmm. And it's not, um, it does have some ingredients that are not like from the earth, you know. Mm-hmm. And it came up on here as being in the okay zone. Yeah. Like it, it's not horrible, mm-hmm. but it's not completely organic either. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, on their end, they claim that everything that they have is, you know, good for you. Well, but they're selling it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, just saying. Uh, okay, uh, that's it for that. Did you have anything else to add? No, but as we've been talking, I, I wish that I had done this before um, before our podcast. I would like to know how many years a girl or woman spends putting makeup on in her lifetime. I one time knew that. You know, I think it's, I think it's like. 20 years altogether when you add, add up, up the, all the, the minutes. minutes and hours yeah yeah it's a long time i mean i started putting makeup on just mascara and maybe some lip stuff yeah and stuff like around 12 yeah that sounds like it's about the right about age 12? yeah mm-hmm. and ever since oh and a lot of hair product at the time it is time consuming but i enjoy it i enjoy the process you know because it feels good on my face mm-hmm. i i use a um citrus sort of a exfoliator mm-hmm. um vitamin c citrus so it has a fragrant it smells like oranges mm-hmm. it feels great when i'm washing my face with it it's like a little grainy yeah you know? and then the the next step is the rinse it off and then you do, do the wash and then rinse that off and then put a little bit of the moisturizer on so i like the process of it yeah funny i i no longer use exfoliating stuff mm-hmm. i mean you you look great but this, oh, what are they? She's about to, she's about to throw <laughs> exfoliation under the, under the bus. You're not, su- you're not supposed to. Like, you're not supposed to be rough. So, I don't know. Well, I don't bleed, Catherine. You know I don't have a no, high pain no, tolerance. I knew you were going to say something like that. <laughs> I'm just saying what, anyway. But I do put moisturizer on. I do that whole thing, you know. Yeah. And I, and I like the creative process, too, of, like, doing my eyes and, you know, trying not to look old. <laughs> trying to look like relevant you know Mm -hmm. like oh yeah with and you like to have like the hip colors and all that and that kind of has ebb and flow to it we learned that on uh the video that we yeah watched too like during the hippie time you know in the 60s natural kind of look you know it's funny they said that about the 60s but it had to be completely divided because that while that's true the later 60s especially closer to the 70s yes it was all natural but I mean, the early '60s, especially, they had a ton of eyeliner and those thick, you know, the fake eyelashes. eyelashes, which we're doing again now. And yeah. what's uh, you know, we're all such individuals. I mean, there yeah. are women today that they don't want to and they don't mm-hmm. use any kind of makeup, and mm-hmm. it's fine. 
I mean, yeah. if you want to, do. And if you don't want to, you know, don't. I just remembered this one time it was so funny. One of our friends had a uh, a makeup. I don't even remember like a party. which product it was. Yeah, but it was a makeup party. Mm-hmm. And this other friend, she, she was very frugal, very, you know, just not into putting makeup on anyway she's like oh there's days i don't even wash my face why would i put on makeup (laughs) and we just laughed and laughed it was so funny yeah and to each his own yeah all right well let's get to our inspirational close Mm -hmm. and that is from first peter chapter three verses three and four and it says this your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. This is true. And this is some instruction, you know, that, mm-hmm. that we get to just look at the inside. Don't focus on the outside. Yeah. Because really, that's where God looks anyway. Well, right. And some people just radiate from the inside out. You ever notice that? Like, there's times where I'm in Shipshawan and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of Amish people there. And I look at their skin, the women, you know, Mm -hmm. they don't have makeup on. They look so, like, milk and honey, literally. You know, the skin is just like porcelain. Speaking of that, remember we learned in one of our discussions of our research the other day before we we were going to record this the other day and then we got busy shopping at Goodwill and yes. we, we didn't get to it oh yeah but we talked about how in the era of I think it was Queen Elizabeth the first it was really popular to have pale white skin and it was a a signal that you didn't have to work outside in the sun, like yeah. in the fields and such. Yeah, like highborn people, people in the Victorian era, um, it was frowned upon to have makeup. Yeah, yeah. and and um, so that was popular to be pasty white mm-hmm. and, and also, overweight. And over, I was like, <laughs> I am living in the wrong era. <laughs> I yeah. am. If you were plump, <sighs> that meant you didn't work. And you had plenty of food. Mm-hmm. Right. Love it. Well to do. Okay. I'm looking for our makeup tutorial because I want to, I'm going to um, (laughs) recommend this. Okay. Friends, this is so much fun. It's on my YouTube channel, which is at YouTube. Oh, darn it. Oh, and it's playing. Sorry. Sorry. It it launches right away. Um, I've got these, um, a bunch of uh, videos that you can watch. But this one in particular is a how-to video. I'm trying to get the whole playlist to come up, and this is ridiculous that I can't get it. Hmm. Here, I found it. Okay. And in the YouTube. In YouTube. And how come it's not coming up? But wasn't it just playing just now? No, that was oh, a different one. Or something else. <laughs> I have a bunch of them, Catherine. <laughs> oh. Um, well, shouldn't they just put in uh, makeup I w- tutorial? Okay, listen, this is what I'll do. This is what I'll do. I will put it Shona. in the, sh- the pandemic. Catherine and I were bored one day and we had seen a couple of funny tutorials that were of somebody sitting in the front and then someone else sitting. What's the matter? The audacity is acting up. Keep going though. Okay. Anyway, we saw these funny tutorials and we decided we would try it. So it's me sitting in the front and then we have a shirt on or whatever where you can't see Catherine's um, arm. Her arms are my arms. So yeah. it's Catherine's arms, but it's my face. And she's putting makeup on me, and I'm walking her through it. 
and it's quite funny. So yeah. I'm going to put it's, it in the show notes. So that's your um, takeaway. It's your call to action. Okay. And what's our scripture? I already did, did that. Did First you? Peter. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. We need to wrap up because I don't know if this is recording properly. Okay. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast.